0: Didn't catch all the Sunday fun day football action? Well, the Rich Keith Show is here to tell you
1: what happened
0: this week in the NFL. All right, here we go. We don't have many of these left, Fitzy. In fact, this might be it. Four games. have Rich. Yeah, yeah. Next week, only two games left.
2: Three games, two football Sundays, one championship, and then it's over.
0: What? Well, good news. Red Sox just around the corner, fans. Alright, good night, everybody. Okay. Don't worry, we'll 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 fill the time. We, we, got, we got plenty of stuff we can uh, we can talk about. But four games, uh two Saturday and the old doubleheader, two on Sunday. Let's start with Ravens Texans.
1: What happened?
0: Jackson ends zone,
1: likely for the touchdown.
0: So this game was close. Right. Uh at halftime couldn't in fact Fitz it couldn't have been closer. It was ten to ten. I was gonna, and say, like, I was gonna say, yeah, it was uh, what wasn't she all tied up and the It was all knotted up. Texans
2: did not score an offensive touchdown, spoiler in the whole game, but they had what? that nice Sims uh punt return yes. touchdown. Yeah. And somebody who has just turned into an absolute weapon in the absence of Lamar Jackson's previous favorite target, Isaiah Likely has been dynamite for them
0: he has been awesome and uh he was like plus 155 i believe or 145 for an anytime touchdown if anybody was interested in that local guy as well uh everett high school guy so that's pretty cool did you know him i don't but there you go shout out everett yeah okay likely i
2: remember see when i was a kid everett was dominant in high school like everyone talked about everett Mm -hmm. like everett was a huge deal
0: Hmm, And this Isaiah likely a huge deal. So they were able to uh, pull away in the second half. That was a Lamar Jackson touchdown pass. Also had one of these. Jackson keeps Stanley in front of him. Touchdown Lamar. So Lamar finished with 100 yards rushing and two rushing touchdowns. He had 152 yards passing two passing touchdowns. No turnovers oh. in the game. Night and day, they, they outscore the Texans 24-zip in the second half. Made it look like uh, probably what it should, right? A number one seed against a team that really should just be happy to be there. Like What an accomplishment for the Texans to even make the playoffs this year. Oh,
2: yeah. And, and, and yeah. then
0: actually win a game. And not just win yeah. a game,
2: but dominate the Cleveland Browns the way that they did. I mean, they, yeah. they held serve through a half against the number one seed basically to me. In the entire NFL
0: Bravo to them
2: Bright future ahoy
0: Does Bobby Slowick Come back for a second year With C.J. Stroud Or is he going to be The latest offensive coordinator To help a young quarterback And then poof He's gone
2: I think it's too soon I, I, th- I think he would probably Benefit from a little more Yeah A little more growth A little more maturing I, would, I wouldn't just take the jump Right away after one season
0: Now are you with everybody else Who's like Oh people thought Lamar Jackson's bad in the playoffs Like now he's great Like don't even question him now It's like okay Like I it's a win and it's a good game. He, he played great. Don't get me wrong. Second half Lamar Jackson was great. He accounted for four touchdowns. It's also the divisional round against the Texans. So like yeah. is this this is the be all end all? Or like I don't know what the what the curve we're grading on.
2: Yeah, I mean he was better than I think his detractors would have thought he would have played. But yeah. again, like you said, it was against the Texans. So
0: if that's what I'm saying. So I am I'm pro Lamar Jackson. I mm-hmm. think you could win with Lamar Jackson. I know he hasn't yet. Uh, I would be thrilled to have him as my quarterback. I just it was funny some of the commentary. Like, I think the pro Lamar people all Saturday night and Sunday were like, "Oh yeah, remember when you thought he couldn't do it?" I am like, "They're the number one seed. They were favored by ten points. Like, yeah, this is what they were
2: supposed to do." Yeah,
0: so that's that, that's the only uh, I guess sort of criticism I have to that. But Lamar Jackson's the best, and here here he is post game talking about what was uh, what was said at halftime to inspire the turnaround. It would be inappropriate if I said it right here. <laughs> it would, you know. Um, but, yeah, we wasn't, we wasn't really doing anything, you know, to, to that defense. They was playing great, um, and that, that offense was playing great as well. But we wasn't doing our job, you know, um, with our unit. In second half, we went to punt points on the board, started moving the ball, moving the chains, and started looking like ourselves. Yeah, they, they really did. You see the uh, John Harbaugh celebration in the locker room after the game? I'm good with the John Harbaugh sellies. Yeah. Okay. don't need them. Just
2: dancing around yeah. a bit, having a nice dance. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I am good with those. And I would have loved to, though, have heard Lamar's uh, very NSFW tirade where he lit Would've up been. the team, and then they came out and played like someone lit a fire under their ass at halftime.
0: Would have been awesome. How about old buddy Nelson Aguilar scored his first career postseason touchdown? I didn't have not that then, on huh? I did not have that on the old uh, Keith prop bets
2: that's for sure no, and uh, also nice to see uh Boston College Eagle Don Wright Zay Flowers yes. having a day for himself as yep. well
0: good player another guy right. another uh sort of a he's already he's been a good player for a long time he now seems to be like an emerging personality is Roquan Smith he was pretty talkative in the uh in the post game he's like wearing a cowboy hat and everything else so yeah, he's a, I like I Roquan too. Tell you, they stole man I don't yeah. know why the Bears decided they
2: wanted to trade for... They basically used the pick they got for Roquan Smith to get Montez Sweat. Like, how could Roquan Smith not have been... And I know they took Tremaine Edmonds yeah, this year. Yeah, I know. Uh, they took Tremaine Edmonds in free agency, but, like, how could Roquan Smith not have benefited any team in the NFL?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't get that. But uh, the story is the Ravens move on a uh, huge second half, so they advance to the AFC Championship game. Houston Texans, though, hell of a season. D'Amico Ryan's gonna get a bunch of votes for Coach of the Year. C.J. Stroud, although Puka Nakua can make a hell of a case for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I think fifteen hundred yards. Probably should. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't. Yeah, I'm curious how that voting's gonna go because they always side with the quarterback, especially if the quarterback leads his team to the playoffs. But this is record breaking stuff on the on Nakua's side.
2: Yeah, fourteen hundred sixty nine yards. And if we're being complete, I'm completely honest. Like. While CJ, I know the voting is done before the end of the regular season and the postseason doesn't factor into it. Puka Nakua so far has still put on the most dominant performance by any offensive player in any of the games through wild card and divisional weekend.
0: Yeah, I was true. uncoverable against the Lions. It is absolutely true. So, yeah, that'll still be to, to be determined on the offensive rookie of the year thing. All right. The next game we have is uh, 49ers and Packers. Big moment in the game. Special teams, although uh, getting phased out of the game, it can still be a major, major factor. And uh, let's go to the second half, where... What happened? The overpursuit, he
2: rutscht on me vorbei, and I... Oh, nein, oh, oh, nein. alter Schroeder. And oh, now he comes in. What's the difference? He has the chance. He has the chance. He oh, has the chance
1: on the touchdown. Oh, oh, and... Oh, oh, It's recovered
0: from... Oh, they have I mean, who has more fun than the German announce Nobody. team? Those guys are having a Everything blast. Everything
2: is better yeah. in German, especially in
0: football. They're having an absolute blast. That was the crazy Packers return. Uh, that was like a 70, 80-yard return. Then the ball gets punched out only to get recovered by the Packers. They thought a touch... <laughs> uh, oh wait, can we play
2: it right up to the part where they think he's got a touchdown and then the fumble happens again?
1: It's victory Oh, the What's The 16 yard Incredible. These
2: guys are um, they're awesome. They love it. They absolutely love it. All Championship Sunday you should just turn off the sound and sync up the German. I would, I German would say telecast. so.
0: So Green Bay was was hanging around, hanging around. It was a uh, seven They're to around. six game at game, halftime. Rich? Yeah, they were they were down only a point at halftime, and then you get this big return and uh, trailing by one, they uh, then dial this up. It's love. Far side throws complete, caught for the touchdown. Tucker Kraft and the pack back in front. They would uh, go for two and get it as well. So the Green Bay Packers had themselves a 21-14 lead going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, Green Bay is going to win this thing. Look at these guys. They look like the better team all night long. Yeah. And they got only rookie and second year wide receivers and tight ends. Mm-hmm. They got a first year starter in Jordan Love, even though he's been in the league for four years. They're a fun team to watch, an easy team to, uh, to root for especially San Francisco's uh weird team like they have probably the worst quarterback out of all the teams but they have the best team and they're like the heavy favorite they're like mm-hmm. they're 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 the wagon NFC juggernaut even though they've never actually won anything nope they're the ones that everybody thinks is is the team so they're kind of like the villain and i think everybody's rooting for the underdog but wasn't meant to be fourth quarter Niners have the ball trailing by 4 the 7 McCaffrey.
1: McCaffrey scores. 49ers in front.
0: So that was the uh the game winner. 24-21. Uh San Francisco would win the game. But after that touchdown, the Green Bay Packers did have some time on the clock. And right. Jordan Love, for like the first time all season, throws a Brett Favre like pick. They it still was had... so Farve it was yeah. disgusting. It was insane. And it wasn't fourth down. It wasn't like, oh, you gotta do it. And they had two timeouts. There was still some time left. So it wasn't a, I, I just got to, you know, hope for the best. Threw it across his body. It got picked off. There was, I think, two, maybe three 49ers closer to the ball than any Packer was. And the only thing I could think of was, well, one, you know, trying to be a hero in that spot and make a big play. But two, go back to, I think it was in the first half, it was like third and 15. And he ran back and just heaved it downfield and got a pass interference. Mm-hmm. And they picked up a first down. And it was a he- they went on to score on that drive. But really, it was just a prayer, and they got the penalty. So I don't know if he was hoping for a penalty, but this one was just he didn't give anybody on his team a chance. And he never makes these throws. Like that's the no. one thing about him. Like he is the opposite of Favre. And then even Rogers, not that Rod- Rogers never threw picks, but he would make a few more where you'd kind of like hold your breath because he was just so good. Whereas Jordan Love's usually like, here's the best play. I'm going to make the best play. Not not there.
2: Yeah, his arm talent got the best of his psyche and his uh, pl- his play in-game evaluation right there, which is a damn shame, too, because he was so good against the Cowboys and so good in this game for the majority of it as well. And it's a cautionary tale, as excited as we are, for the Packers in the future with that youth movement on right now in Green Bay. One, you never know when you're going to get your chance, so you have to make the most of it. And B, take the points. Like, they went for it on fourth and one earlier in the game. And they blew it on, like, their own version of a tush-push. And then they settled for a field goal attempt. And Anders Carlson, who actually made Chad Ryland look like Adam Vinatieri or Justin Tucker this season, misses a 41-yarder. And it screwed them. Like, Mm -hmm. in the end, that's absolutely what screwed them. It's too bad.
0: Uh, And how about the – what was the quote from Matt LaFleur when he was talking about his rookie kicker? He's like, yeah, when he goes – so Anders Carlson. He's like, yeah, when he goes out there, like, I just pray – I think was the quote coming. The, well, he like the sideline reporter said it, so it wasn't. There's not like a quote of him saying it, but I'm sure she was told that. So he's like, "Yeah, I just go out there and pray." And like, "Oh my God, like if you're that worried about your kicker, well, so, well where, where far art thou, Mason Crosby?" I know. I know the old steady old. Ste- he's probably waiting for Rogers to come back and he'll kick for the Jets next year would be, <laughs> would be my guess. Uh, but Debo Samuel exited this game early too. one of the reasons maybe why the Packers were able to uh, hang around for so long, have a lead late in the game. But no Debo Samuel sounds like it's going to be 50 50 for the NFC title game, which really changes things because he's a stud. You can hand him the ball. You can throw him the ball as good as Brandon Ayuk is Debo Samuel is their best receiver.
2: Well, Brandon Ayuk was an all pro this year, and so was George Kittle. And Kittle was the biggest difference maker in the pass game. Although Juwan Johnson had some big catches when he had to step in for Debo Samuel. But Debo does something when he gets the ball going and gets his feet moving in open space, kind of like the way old Keith Byers used to. Yeah, Yeah. He just, like, he gets, he becomes like a freight train. Like you said, you can get him the ball a million different ways, and he really opens up that offense. If they don't have him against the Lions,
0: yeah that's big know. that's big they got that playing field although Jawan jennings and jennings not johnson so jennings yeah, yeah and uh and conley well conley had the one catch but it was a big catch, big catch. and jennings had a few big catches in that yeah brock Purdy didn't look great but ultimately didn't really have to and uh the 49ers move on what <laughs> hey got a note
2: from a friend who's listening yep. right now my buddy mike who uh, had a chance to meet stiz on friday night and says shout out what up um he also uh just put money down on the Rich Keefe show three leg parlay
0: on FanDuel, which is great. Good. Uh, yeah, oh Bears is in on it. I saw you just tweeted that out. Although I'm I'm a little nervous about that because yep. I was looking at DraftKings, and Kyrie Irving, it was under 26 and a half. He has him at under 25 and a half. But yeah, that's hopefully what he got him at FanDuel uh, as well. Hopefully um, that's not the difference maker, but yeah, because uh, DraftKings got him one extra point. First thing I got from him
2: was, here. I put some money on the parlay. Big Keith show wager, Stiz better not mess this up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all on my shoulders. <laughs> and then he said, too, Mason Crosby kicked for the Giants this year. He was approximately 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> big kicker? I got no problem with big kicker.
0: Sebastian no, Janikowski. Loved love me a big kicker. Guy was, guy was a stud. All right, rolling right along here on uh, another episode of What Happened? In the NFL, divisional round. We just gave you the Saturday games Ravens and Texans back here on the Rich Keefe show with Fitzy, where uh, Ravens, big second half, they move on. And then uh, hanging on was the, uh, and coming back to win, I guess, is the 49ers and Packers. That game was uh, back and forth, really competitive game. And how Classic. about the way, Rich? I yeah. love
2: the I love the way that you know we get to slow play this and actually break the games down instead of racing through them. And what happened? Like one quick note: was there? A, and I know Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the NFL when he's healthy, but was any back more on a mission the final third of the season than
0: Aaron Jones? Stud. Holy smokes! Wow. But he did Wild Card Weekend, and then he had another hundred-yard game yesterday. Yeah, Aaron Jones was was nasty. That Packers team. Like you said, it's hard. You never really know, right? Things, teams can be like trending up and then all of a sudden something happens and then they completely fall apart. But I would say both the Packers and the Texans, the two quote unquote losers from Saturday got to feel pretty good overall about where they're at. I mean, two weeks before the regular season was over, you weren't sure if they were even going to beat playoff teams. Then they get in the playoffs. Packers become the first team in the new format as a seven seed to beat a two seed and then they looked pretty good, and they gave the 49ers everything they could handle. So, oh, pretty good Packers. I, I so would have
2: loved, so would have loved the Packers to have won that game and then given us the Thanksgiving Day rematch. Oh, yeah. Pack at Lions. Ooh, that would
1: not have been good. Not to spoil good. where nope, we went no, Sunday, no, but, no, man, no. that
0: would have been hot. Well, speaking of the Lions, they were taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Sixth year, man, is the second tight end
1: looking, St.
0: Brown, touchdown Detroit. St. Brown. Amon Ross, St. Brown, and this was a deep pull. After he scored his touchdown, he did a dance, right? He did a, a TD celebration, kind of like contorting his body around. It
2: was no ordinary TD celebration.
0: No, it wasn't. It was a deep pull. Baker Mayfield, my guy. Did the same dance at what was that like a rookie camp back in twenty eighteen? I think it was Browns Camp twenty nineteen <laughs> or something like
2: that. <laughs> and it's did... such a weird dance too. But it was it, it was, was it from Hard Knocks ba- or something?
0: It was uniquely Baker Mayfield. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it was. Did was it on Hard Knocks? I forget. I saw it making the rounds. But he did this dance at some camp, and it was like he was kind of like joking around. It was like off the field. And Amon Ross St. Brown had that stored in his brain. And when he scored a touchdown to put the team up two scores, 31-17, he decided to do the Baker Mayfields. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, but I Baker mean, Mayfield, What, what
2: did Baker Mayfield ever do to him? I don't that's think what it, I'm
0: saying. Is it shots or is it homage? Uh, no, it's shots. But, like, I don't really know. To what end? I guess maybe it's the, the rivalry we never knew existed. QB beef, I guess. I like it.
2: Cube, we call it QB.
0: But Baker Mayfield then gets the ball, drives all the way down the field for this bad boy. On second down, Mayfield ends up. Evans caught it. Touchdown by Evans. The game stands alive. It certainly did. So let's. This has been the big talking point from Lions Bucks today. You have people fight fist fighting over this thing. So with uh, 437 to go in the game, the Buccaneers score a touchdown, and the score is now 31-23 to 23 Detroit. All another way of looking at it, Lions are up by eight. Extra point is pending. Do you, Nick Fitzy Stevens, mm-hmm. kick the extra point to make it a seven-point game, or do you go for two? To make it a six-point game, and then if you were able to get a stop and the ball back, I guess the thought process is you go down, score, kick a field goal, or uh, kick an extra point, you win the game, or if you don't, you then have to go for two again. But what is your whole take on uh, going for two there?
2: Is my kicker injured, or has he previously mm-hmm. missed, uh, if not multiple, mm-hmm. extra points? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if he's not, then I don't know what in the holy hell mm-hmm. Todd Bowles... Was thinking, because he does this, he leaves a timeout on the board later, and like it was a curiously coached game from a coach. A lot of people
0: have said has some very curious ways (laughs) about it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't like this one, and this is you're getting a lot of the analytic people kind of like spouting out and be like, oh, the game's changing. You're a moron. It's like, well, hold on a second. Why am I giving up points in that spot? I'm actually. Maybe I'm too old school. I almost never go for two, and I would never go for two until the fourth quarter because I feel like it's always points. And Everyone's like, well, this will make it down by uh, – you're only down by six. It's like, yeah, but if you miss, and then if the other team goes down and then just kicks a field goal, like now suddenly it's a two-point game. Like there's all these different parts of the thing, and it's like I know it can be based on the game and your opponent's offense and things like that. There's a difference to me, too, between – Maybe the way the game's going, right? Say you're giving up touchdowns every single time, and you finally get the ball, and you finally score, and it's either kick a field, kick an extra point, and go to overtime, where you're probably gonna lose, or go for two and try to win there. That's like Did a you try big... to out Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell. Yeah, because Dan Campbell loves to go for two. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just felt really, really odd to me. I didn't think it was necessary. Now it didn't actually matter because what happened was. Tampa Bay did force a punt. They got uh-huh. the ball back in the hands of Baker Mayfield in the offense. They had a long field to go down by eight, uh, just under two minutes to go. They had the ball in their own 10. Second play from scrimmage. Baker Mayfield throws a pick, but still this one, you, you know, you go on Twitter, people are really fighting on this one. Like that was absolutely the right call. And like, uh, of course you go for two there. I'm like, no, kick the point. And I uh, shine the extra point. Shine asked Gerard Mayo about it this morning. And Mayo, he kind of like he doesn't want to completely poo poo uh, analytics. I think he will use analytics, but he also says you want analytics to sort of back up your gut in that kind of yes. thing, like vice versa. Yes. But he did say like don't give up points, which to me means he would have kicked the point. He would have kicked the extra point. I, I I just this is what's worked for hundreds of years. <laughs> this is like for millions
2: of football oh. games. Why would you outthink yourself? Make the extra point. It's curious. Hopefully, ti- like it. I don't. Honest to God. I really don't.
0: I don't I don't get it at all whatsoever. Although, how exciting would it have been if they were able to drive down the field, score a touchdown, and now they have to go for two just to tie it? But then, bizarre twist, he kicks the point, and they lose by one. <laughs> yeah,
1: but Baker, was, Mayfield pretty, Baker Mayfield played pretty
0: Baker Mayfield, he had two picks in the game. One of them hit Mike Evans in the hands. The last one wasn't great, but he, 349, three touchdowns. Mike Evans, eight for 147 and a score... So Baker Mayfield bet on himself this year, signing a one-year deal, and he will uh, certainly make some coin. I heard Rich proposed today by Boomer Esiason,
2: mm-hmm. um on our sister station W Fan, if you will, in New York City, perhaps something along the lines of like a three-year, a Daniel Jones-ish type of deal, three years, hundred twenty million with sixty million guaranteed, so you have him locked in at a near-top QB rate hey. next year. And that way a lot you can either see if Kyle Trask will develop behind him or you draft somebody else and give him a couple years. But you don't let him just get out of the house for any for any reason. No, he was good. And and he could be good great this year. Yeah. Thank God that Belichick didn't trade Mac Jones and <laughs> sign Baker Mayfield.
0: He's, no way. He's twenty eight Mayfield. So if he's like these other quarterbacks, you could still get ten years out of him. You know, like or whatever. Like he's he could play for a while. Meanwhile, the uh the Lions, uh uh-huh. First time since 1991, they will be in the NFC Championship game. And uh, Jared Goff had a couple of touchdown passes, including that one to Amon Ross St. Brown. Also, the first one of the game to Josh Reynolds. Sam Laporta it has got to be one of the three best tight ends in football. And then Jameer Gibbs, uh, one of the more electric players. We were on draft night uh, when he got picked, what was it, 12th overall? And we we're like, really? Like, nice player, but 12th overall? Yeah. Well, it's worked out. Worked out pretty yeah. uh, pretty I, j- well. Listen, here's here's exactly
2: why for everyone who got all fired up today when Gerard Mayo's like we're gonna burn some cash, like okay cool, pump the brakes and actually just nail a couple drafts. Mm-hmm. You know, like because the Detroit Lions made some nice free agency moves for sure. David Montgomery, great move. Chauncey yeah. Gardner Johnson Gardner-Johnson from yeah. Philadelphia, excellent grab. However. All of the play and you, like the picks that they got in return uh, by taking on golf salary and then actually turning Goff into something useful. Yeah, they have turned into the likes of Jameer Gibbs and Aiden Hutchinson and Sam Laporta like and they crushed the Penesul pick like there are all these first and second round picks that they've made in the last couple of years that they nailed that are absolutely Drive at the driving forces behind this team right now.
0: Good text from the 603 going back to our analytics on when you go for two or not. He goes, Here's some analytics for you. When you have Chad Ryland as your kicker, you always go for two. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Dan Campbell has now never in a million years, I think Dan Campbell would be in the uh, one game away from the Super Bowl after his stint with the Miami Dolphins. We we're like, Who is this character? Sounds like your problem, bro. <laughs> you no, know, it really does. He's that. Yeah. Some- but he is the right coach for this team. He was the perfect guy to replace Matt Patricia. He has turned them around. They're all buying into him. And uh, I don't know how you can't love this. Here's Dan Campbell in the post game talking about both the team and the city.
1: I think it's important, right? I mean, you can't, I don't know if it's, you know, it's not the first thing you think of if you go to LA or just in general, right? You got the sun, you got the beach, you got plenty of other things going on in here, man. And it's harsh winters, right? Auto industry, blue collar. um, Things aren't always easy. Um, And I just think that's you know that's what we're about. And that that was you know you want something the city can be proud of. Though you can look at those guys and say, man, I can back that guy. I can back that team. You know, I can resonate with those group of guys. Um, You know, they're kind of salty. You know, they, they don't quit. They play hard. Um and so I, I feel like we've done that. and I think these guys, you know, they have a kinship with this city in this area, and they love it, man. I mean
2: but the I dude could... is not from there, but I gotta <laughs> no. tell you, there is no there is no coach who just embodies, emulates, and just completely embraces the spirit of being put down and looked down upon and fighting your way back up to the top like Detroit has like dan camp like it is a match made in heaven like those speeches from hard knocks like
1: i'll live and die for three toes i will beat your ass
0: (laughs) yeah uh, the best he is the best in a funny way too uh jared goff is kind of the perfect quarterback too for him and for the turn like he doesn't scream detroit he does i mean he's a cali guy right he's like a he looks more like a surfer dude but he was the number one overall pick in the draft that a team gave up on and was like, mm-hmm. you're not good enough. So for Campbell's whole thing and to sort of like turn that whole franchise around, Goff was the guy that was supposed to be the answer for the Rams. They were like, nah, we can do better. And then in a bizarre twist, it's because they took the guy from Detroit and was able to turn it around. So, yeah, wow. the whole thing seems to be a perfect match for the Lions, although they mm-hmm. do open up as pretty big underdogs. How big? Against the 49ers. I saw earlier seven and a half. I know. I'm like, do I need to jump in on that now before mm. it moves?
2: Might I might now be I'm one seeing of those seven. So I use the old teaser toggle and I see if I can push it yeah. up a little bit and maybe lay a little extra lumber because
0: I'm looking at seven know. right now. Seven. Okay. At least that's where I'm looking. You can uh, bounce around, shop it as they say. and Maybe you'll get something else. So there was the uh, the Lions' uh, impressive win as they beat the Buccaneers again. Todd Bowles going it for for two. Some love it, most uh, not so much. All right, last game. Fittingly, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. What happened? Gonna go to Kelsey. Got blockers out there. Trying to find an opening and a pylon. And they say touchdown. Wow, touchdown.
1: What an incredible individual effort by Kelsey. It's a screen, not much room there.
0: yeah, that was the one that got reviewed. It was Kelsey's second touchdown of the game where he was diving right towards the pylon. They stopped, they looked at it at a million different angles. Definitely was the uh, the right call. He was in there and uh the Kansas City Chiefs have the Buffalo Bills number. So, 27-24. Let's speed let's let's jump into the end of this game. 27-24. Tyler Bass, the kicker for the Buffalo Bills has a chance to tie the game late in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs. And Now here's Bass. We talked to Sean McDermott after his one-for-three performance last week. He has tremendous support in the building. If he has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 yards, Bass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide, right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo have surfaced again. Yep, missed it. Missed it wide to the right oh, for so- Tyler Bass. Oh, my- and the plays like the 65-yard
2: pass perfectly thrown into the arms of Steph Diggs that he drops to not put Buffalo in scoring position. The seam route that Gabe Davis caught a couple years ago in the famous 13 seconds game, this time short because it's not Gabe Davis. Josh Allen backfoots it. So many opportunities to yeah. put this game away on what looked like a game-winning drive. They settle for the kick, and then their kicker gets to account for the fact that there's a left-to-right win. I, I mean, a, guy, you win. got
0: one job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the kicker. He felt that afterwards. I think he's deleted his social accounts. It's not gone great for Tyler Bass, but let me tell you a little something first. They weren't going to win that game, even if he made the kick. Not happening. The Kansas City no. Chiefs were going to score again, probably in regulation, if not in overtime. I, I had full confidence at that point that Mahomes and Kelsey were going to cook something up. Kelsey had been so quiet for like a 10-week stretch. He had uh, two touchdowns in this game, bunch of yards. Not that Mahomes lit the world on fire, but Pacheco was running hard. And I think in those moments, they probably just resort back to how the last few meetings have gone. I think even if Bass makes the field goal, the Chiefs win the game.
2: Yeah, probably. You know, probably,
0: I mean, probably. Yeah. You saw I how well. Definitely.
2: The way that they got that quick first down to ice the game was mostly just probably due to how deflated Buffalo was afterwards.
0: Yeah, I know, but I just the the Chiefs scored in uh, in every quarter. I feel like they they would have Mahomes with the ball late in the game. I think would have been all right, and and he didn't even need a touchdown at that point. He could have just gone down the field. They have a they have a better kicker and maybe could have uh, gotten it done in Butker. Yeah. I know what you're also probably asking driving around. You're like, "Yeah, that was great listening to Nance and Romo, but what did the Tyler Bass miss sound like in
1: Korean?" Oh, oh!
0: There you have it. That's what it sounded like. Was that Korean TV, Korean radio? Not sure. But either way, that's what it sounded like there. So Chiefs move on. Uh, Count them up. That is six consecutive AFC championship appearances now. Holy smokes. For the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Right before our eyes.